0: And we today are going to dive in on everybody's favorite topic, perseverance. Yes. And whether you think you need it or not, I promise you, this is one you want for the holidays. Now, perseverance gets down to all the little details of life, and, and Jordan, why don't you just say what kind of bothered you today that you need to well, get Well, perse- Jimmy, on.
1: perseverance can be a challenge, and you have to persevere through challenges. Yes. And I'm already having you up this morning. When you walked in, if you're not watching that's just <laughs> listening, Jimmy is in a... Uh, Alabama uh, shirt, so that's a. I'm, I'm an am an I'm and m guy, and <laughs> I beat Alabama this year. Just as a reminder, so that cha- was that challenge, was a challenge. I'm I'm cha- persevering yeah. already. Through so that.
0: I, I do want to go on record is that I don't really particularly like Alabama. I'm Baylor all the way. Sure. And usually, anybody who's playing Alabama, like oh, I'm not for rooting them. for them for the national championship, not even close. However, I like cheap stuff and comfortable stuff, right? Okay. And that one, that so one So, Laura and I were at a thrift shop in northern Alabama, and it said, fill the bag for a dollar. Okay. And I got this Burberry wool coat, like you wear in DC, you know, to big <laughs> events. Uh, and, and I stuffed the sleeves and everything else. And this was, this was like, what do you say, 10 cents? Now? Yeah. So it's very comfortable. What a bargain. Hey. Convenient, right, but okay. just know, go Bears and go Georgia. Actually, go Georgia for, for the uh, for the national championship. Okay, so you, All right, okay, go
1: you're go, going against Michigan then. Of course, and that's cool. Uh, that's yeah, fine. That's yeah, great. of course. Okay, so t- so just kick kick <laughs> us off here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm here in perseverance. You and yeah. I are both runners. You you yeah. actually got your running yes uh, picture here. So uh-huh. lead us how how you want to kick us off.
0: Yeah. So um, the the thing that the scripture admonishes is that you know blessed is a man who perseveres under trial, mm. for he shall receive the crown of life. Mm. And perseverance, endurance, those are the key issues for walking with Jesus, but not only for my personal life, but for helping others around me. Everybody mm. needs somebody to make it to give them hope that they can make it. Well, wow. So my need to persevere is not just about, I want to get all I can out of life. I want to be a Holy and godly man, which I do, mm-hmm. but it also my perseverance gives other people hope that they can make it through life in their challenges, right. and also creates a legacy of strength and endurance for my family. Yes, if you want generational blessing, if you whether it's the disciples that you invest in or whether your own children, if you want generational blessing of hardworking, contributing individuals to the glory of God, if you mm-hmm. want people that. Don't live by their emotions, but live by the faith in the Son of God and the truth of God's Word. You're going to have to, and we are all going to have to re-up in perseverance on a personal level, Mm -hmm. even as we admonish one another on a corporate level. So let me start off by saying this, If 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 you're looking online here, you can see I've got this little poster, this 1970s running poster, and when Jesus first got a hold of my heart, somebody told me there was this thing called a Christian bookstore, and I had never been. Okay. And so I go to the Christian bookstore, and my I just have to say, I, I'd heard about giving 10% of your income uh, to to the Lord, and again, because I wasn't really a part of a church when I first came to the Lord. I wasn't familiar with what I needed to do. Right. Since then, I give 10% to the local church, and then money on top of that to missions and all that. But my thought was, okay, I lay aside 10%, so I need to spend it for Christian things. Oh, okay. So this <laughs> came from that Yes, Yeah, so this was a part of my tithe. I went to the Christian bookstore, and I, and, and I said, okay, well, what do I need to buy? And I see this poster, and it was a dollar, and because I was training for a marathon at that time, I saw these runners and I thought, oh, this is really cool. The deal that I didn't see was the scripture at the top. Oh, you didn't even see it? That would end up being, well, I saw it, but I didn't understand You didn't pay it, attention to it. Even it ended up being a life verse. And uh-oh, what a life verse. Blessed is a man who perseveres under trial, for he shall receive the crown of life. Now, I'm holding up this picture. I have it in my prayer room. To remind me every mm-hmm. day is mm-hmm. that you're blessed, mm-hmm. Man, that that's that's right. that touches my heart. I'm blessed if I persevere under yes. trial. Yeah. It's not just I made it, I'm strong, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a tough guy or whatever, or I'm faithful. It's I'm blessed. Right. If I persevere under trial because I'll receive the crown of life in this life and in the life to come.
1: Yes. Well, I just wanna say as a person that has benefited and mm-hmm. you know, many friends Thank you to you. Uh, I told you I was just with Jamie and Tyler this week, who are our pastors at Antioch Fort Worth, Antioch College Station. Mm-hmm. We were all, were all on the board for Antioch Northwest Arkansas. Yes. And those two brothers have done the same thing. They've yep. persevered mm-hmm. under trial. And I saw it mm-hmm. in the in these younger guys. Yep. They were be- it's to your point. They were benefiting from some guys that had chosen to persevere mm. and not just to mm. numb something or go another way. Mm. So just mm. thank you to you to mm. them. Mm. Way to go.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well well let's so so help me here as we kind of unpack very practically. So we, okay. you're saying, "Hey, you see the fruit of it. So what what does it mean to persevere under trial?" And and maybe one of the things I want to start with is that it is the work in the inner man. Mm is like 95% and the external blessing is the 5%. Okay. And and what I mean by that is energy and focus. Right. So when I want to be blessed, right, I want to be physically healed or I want to be blessed financially or I want rich relationships, Mm -hmm. which I believe are the blessings of God and should be Honored and, and I think there's a, tons of biblical affirmation that we should pray into those things, believe for those things, and contend for those things. But we, we many times think it's a thing on the outside instead of a work on the inside. Okay. So, so an example would be, um, uh, if I want to be blessed financially, perseverance for me means I need to get a work ethic. Mm. I need to learn how to be diligent and sow right. so there's something to reap. Right. Or if I want to be blessed financially, I have to persevere when I have little and still give much. Hmm. So I have to give generously, which is a hard issue. I've got to say, I'm going to trust God by tithing my local church or giving to a missionary or spontaneously giving. So I'm have to learn to work diligently. I have to learn to give generously. And as I was saying, I have to learn to live simply. Hmm. So I mean, I may need to sacrifice, persevere, put off a want for a moment, so that I can give generously and so abundantly in faithfulness to my job. Yes. And through that perseverance, then I'm blessed mm-hmm. both in the need that I have and also the, that, the life that it comes to everybody around me. Mm-hmm. So that would be one angle, that inner work. So that means every day I've got to get up and say, how do I live simply? How do I work diligently? How to give sacrificially? Mm-hmm. Because I know I'll be blessed if I persevere in my right. financial life. Right. Um, so another one would be, of course, the central theme would be bless the man who perseveres under trial for he shall receive the crown of life. When I have trials, where do I go to find comfort in my pain? Okay. Big deal. Huge deal, right? The challenge for us here in the West, and I would say globally now, is there's so many quick pain relievers that we don't do the work on the inside to get to the beauty of god or to the strength of god Mm. because it's so easy to numb our pain with something else right so um uh, example would be i had a little disappointment happen yesterday so when i come home um, am I gonna numb it on the news? Am I gonna find a documentary? Am I gonna find something net, Netflix? Whatever. That would be kind of the legal ground, mm-hmm. but uh, but but legal is a very tight term, right? Sure. Versus how dark am I gonna go right. to numb my pain? Um, but what the but the right response is: Hey, I've got a little disappointment here. Um, I need the Lord. I need Jesus. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, what I should have done was come down into my prayer room and just said, "Hey, I'm just going to recenter mm-hmm. on what's going on here today right. and worship, pray, open up the Word." Hmm. And when I do that, even if it's for 10, 15 minutes, or right. or, or even if it, if there's a longer period of time, if I recenter in Jesus in the midst of my trial in this situation, a relational trial, hmm. then what I find is all those things put together create a life. Of strength right. not just a moment of strength right but if I keep opting out for the cheap uh, comfort or mm-hmm. cheap stimulus whether it is kind of legal you know comforts uh, or whether it is dark um, I will find myself constantly off kilter in the ne- in the next challenge right like I won't have sown in enough strength so that when the next trial comes, totally. I'm able to find the Lord in it. Right. Um, and therefore, blessing will s- consistently be elusive mm-hmm. because I didn't persevere in the little trial right. and find the Lord. Right. Okay, help me with this a little bit. Okay,
1: so if I'm a person that is starting out and I'm surrounded by a culture that is instant gratification and pain numbing, like you're talking about, how do I start getting some wins or some repetitions to do it doing that? Like, what was that like for you?
0: Yeah. You know, um, I think that the, 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 I often talk about a definition of faith being faith is a lack of options. Hmm. So I put myself in constraints cyclically Mm -hmm. so that my faith can be real. Hmm. So an example would be, uh, seasons are going on a media fast. So I'm not. I'm going to set aside media for this week or this 30 days, so that I can resharpen my connection mm-hmm. with Jesus and His heart and His mind, and not have that as an option. Okay. Um, and um, it, it's not legalism because I want to be close to Jesus, right. but my propensity to let media fill that space, mm-hmm. I need to narrow my space. Which could you could say that's a trial. Actually, the word. Uh, 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 the narrow way leads to life. That word narrow means that word of pressure, that word of constraint, mm. that word of suffering. So right. narrowing our lives creates again that beautiful abundance on the backside. Right. So when I am uh, preparing or when I'm in a trial, something or whatever, I usually have to narrow my life to get the concentration from God that I need right. Right. so that I have the strength In the moment, but also the fruit for the long haul. Right. So if I was to go back through the last 40 years now of walking with Jesus, I would say it was my choices that I made to narrow life that created the greatest fruit for me to persevere in life. Okay. I love that. Yeah.
1: So, you know, it reminds me of that. um, I think it's 1 Corinthians where Paul, I think he's actually quoting something from the church at Corinth where he says, all things are permissible right. for me, yeah, but not all things are beneficial. Right. So when it gets into people yeah. coming with the deal of legalism, it's like, well, sure. yeah, there's per, there's permissible, sure. but is it actually helping yeah. you and getting you to do what you want?
0: Yeah. So remember this, in Jordan. Boy, I, I I wish we could all just take this statement I'm about to make in and just own it fully. And that is this: is that um, it's not legalism if I want to do it, and if I have a goal that mm-hmm. I would like to accomplish, the disciplines that it takes to get there are a gift to me, mm-hmm. not a problem for me. Right. So I want to know Jesus. Right. <laughs> if I wanna know Jesus, mm-hmm. It takes a life of disciplined word, worship, and prayer, mm-hmm. not because I'm trying to earn his love, right. because of his great love, mm-hmm. because of his lavish offering of the kingdom of God to me, right. because of his uh, abundant promises that he wants us to do even greater works than he did. Right. All the, Because of all these things that I actually believe, then I, I want to say, hey, can you help me with some disciplined processes? Right so that I can accomplish my goal of right. knowing Him yes. and abiding in Him and, and, and being empowered by Him. Right. Um, and, um, and I think that that, that just kind of cuts through it all, right? Right. Um, I would say that one of my the trends that I think is a bit uh, misguided is most of our worship these psalms these days uh, are about God's love for me in me repeating over and over again in some chorus or phrase how much he loves me. Now that is absolutely needed. Every day I say, thank you, Lord, that you love me. And so I'm I'm all for those songs in that sense. But, but what I feel that many times it leads to is that we are trying to uh, convince ourselves every day that he loves us because we're not clear and trusting that he already does. So many of the older hymns and choruses were the exaltation of the glory right. of God, high the praise. worthiness of God, high praise because we realized, okay, in God does me nothing and he gave me everything and right. therefore, whoa, his right. love is actually even bigger than I could even imagine right. and I fall down in worship and praise. Right. And again, please hear me. I, I listen to the love songs too. Please keep listening, right. but don't listen to them with anxiety over trying to get love mm. because you're already loved. Right. It's it's actually listen to them as a receiver of love, mm-hmm. not a beggar for love. Yes. Right? Yep. So once I know that I have received the love of God, which has already been done on the cross mm-hmm. and, and, and I need to get in tune with that through these songs or worship or prayer, then then I would say, but I want to love you now. Right. So what are I what are the disciplines that I need yes. so that I can know you. Yes. And then if that's my goal, then back to perseverance, then persevering under trial is unto knowing Him, unto being faithful to Him, unto a a friendship with Him, and and unto a life that offers a future and a hope, and not just a temporary fix. I love that. Let me connect some
1: dots they are getting connected in my head. Trial, from this uh, text, uh, perseverance and discipline. I, I personally don't think immediately. Oh, to, per, to be blessed as a man that perseveres under trial. I need to. I need to narrow my life and run to discipline. Was, but as I'm listening to you, yeah. that is the grace of God. Yeah. And I think about our friend Ron Parrish. You know, he wrote a, a book called From Duty to Delight. Yeah. And I want to run. <laughs> I think most of us want yes. to run yeah. to the delight. Yeah. And it can seem yeah. like a paradox to say, mm-hmm. "What does this mean?" But actually. We've we've seen in our lives and in those that we want to serve that that is actually Jesus' pathway. It's his wisdom to Absolutely. get there.
0: Yes, yeah. Well, and and both of us uh, are runners. Jordan runs faster than I do. Oh, his yeah. wife even Absolutely. faster. But <laughs> uh, but. Um, there's so many life lessons I mean we literally could do 10 podcasts just on running mm. but let me let me simplify lessons I've learned about persevering and running okay. and then remind me at the end that I want to share one last story that I think will be powerful okay. on the running side of things but but here's the deal uh, run a handful of marathons and and here's here's what you got to do you got to set out and say I'm made to make it. Mm. So if mindset. You, mindset, so my mindset every day is that eternity is already set. Mm-hmm. Jesus blood has been shed for me. I'm made for eternity. Eternal life is set mm-hmm. and now I've got a life to live today in light of eternity. Yes. So we got a finish line. We're good. Right. All right. Now the, the, the deal is then, all right, how do I run this race in such a way that I do make it right that I don't get disqualified or I don't opt out or mm-hmm. I don't miss, Uh, the opportunity. And all of us know you get a little running schedule. And and the the best training I've ever done is I find the person I want to run, you know, a four hour marathon. I want to run a three hour, 30 minute marathon. All right. What's the pace? What's the training guide? And literally on my mirror uh, in uh, my bathroom is the training guide. Okay. So a 12 week training guide. So here's what I need to do. Every day I need to run three miles, then I need to run five miles, then I need to run seven, then I need to run three again, then I need to do this. And it literally lays it out for me. So right. what I do is I just get up and do the program. Right. Somebody else did all the hard they work. Ma- they mapped it they out. They mapped it out for me. So all I need to do is get up and run the program. Now what happens is some mornings when you train, it's too hot. Ooh. Oh I, don't oh, <laughs> oh, I don't want to, and I could get dehydrated. I mean, what if? What if I got dehydrated running today? I guess I shouldn't run this one. Oh. or sometimes it's too cold. Yeah. Oh, especially the cold. That one gets. Yeah, guy. yeah, that one. That real actually. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll just run later. Yeah. 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 Later in yeah. the day. Yeah. Later in the day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, sometimes I have a little injury. Oh. You know. Oh, you know, my legs are a little sore today. Probably, could, probably I, be better. Probably just better just off. to take a little time off, right? So I'm her our buddy, Bill Adams, who is uh, uh, worthy of another podcast, elite. honestly, elite, elite all-American runner, he said, I said, man, I have shin splints and my knees hurting. And he said, well, that's just a part of the deal. What, you said, you're gonna quit? And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, no, just get the water so hot you can't stand it and sit in water for the first 20 minutes. Get up, get in hot water, get everything loosened up, and then go run. Put yep. your hay in the barn, buddy. You can't finish this race oh, because of a few nicks and pains. Just deal with the pain. Wow. And so um, uh, that allowed me to run marathons that I never would have. All right, now, again, we have we, we, a lot going on here, but here's what I want to make sure to know is that I stay with the schedule rain or shine, heat or cold. Mm preference or not. Ooh. So much so that in when I was running those marathons, I was traveling a lot around the world. I still remember running 20 miles. I had to run 20 miles as a part of my training for this marathon in Mongolia at 10 below. It was 10 below. I put on everything I owned no. and I ran around what's called Batur Square, which is their big national monument area. I ran the 20 miles. Okay, another time, I had to run 14 miles, and I was in transition going from DFW. I had flown in from California, was going to Florida, was in DFW overnight at the airport hotel, and they had a parking lot. And I ran in the parking lot 14 miles. You just looped it? I looped it. Wow. I got little water's a bottle. And that time I had a cassette tape. I listened to a series on spiritual warfare, and I ran 14 miles wow. in a parking lot. Wow. And people say, well, you know, I can't train because I was traveling that day. You're like, that's yes you can. <laughs> that's not true. Yeah. So Mark, oh, and I remember one time we were training for a marathon. We were flying to Sri Lanka. We were in the London airport. We needed to get a five-mile run in. And so I said, hey, let's go to the bathroom, put your shoes and shorts in your backpack. And we have a like six hour layover. And we ran five miles. Those were the days you could do it in the London airport. And you talk about everybody wondering, what are these days? Just looking at you. Well, we needed to put in the five miles. Yeah. Another time I was on a. I, I've taken a, just a, a couple of cruises and we were with these couples on this cruise. And again, we needed to do 20 miles cause the marathon was going to be in three on weeks the cruise ship. on the cruise ship it's a quarter mile. And it was one of the most rocky days at sea. So I still, my stomach still remembers up and down. going up and down as we ran around there. We did, That's we amazing. did a 20 mile run. That's amazing. And, but okay. So what did I say? We were on a pleasure vacation. We didn't not train. Right. Uh, I was in bitter cold, ten below. Right. That can hurt your that's hurt horrible. you. Yeah. Do it anyway. Um, I was uh, traveling an inconvenience, fourteen right. miles there. Right. Um, that's in the in, I'm traveling the London airport. Oh, but also I, in Sri Lanka. That on that same trip, I do a fifteen mile mm-hmm. run, and I hired a tuk tuk driver, this little three wheeled motorcycle thing guy, because there was only one road around this island, and it was like 100 degrees and 100% humidity. And I got up at 5 in the morning. I hired him, and he rode beside me with water with in the water? car. I did 15-mile training. With, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, all that to say... Throw, throw away your excuses. <laughs> you don't have an excuse. <laughs> just 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 stop Do it. it. Yeah. What's your goal? Right. Right? I mean, I have a stupid goal of running a marathon. I mean, I'm not even advocating that I run right. marathons. What I'm trying to say is... Though to get to the goal, I had to map the plan Mm -hmm. and then do the plan no matter how I felt. Yes. That's called perseverance. Yes. So that when somebody says, oh, you know, it's so hard. Man, I've already been there. Right. When it gets to mile 18 in a marathon, I was there in Sri Lanka running 15 miles. I was in the bitter cold. I had done the work. You'd put your hay in the barn. The hay was in the barn so that when the trial came, it was not unfamiliar to me. So we make choices to live a narrow life, so that we have strength when life narrows on us, right. and we can find grace right. uh, through the journey. Right, love that tra- tra- training, uh,
1: in a sense. I mean, that's we hear yeah. the stories sure. where there's yeah, football, yeah, you know yeah, you're yeah, in yeah, yeah. Alabama Deal, it can be like like, like it's mm-hmm. the you know the game situation. You said you wanted to tell one more story to remind you.
0: Uh, oh, man, this has been so good. This time's already <laughs> flown. All right, all right. So just one more running story. And and again, I need to always say this. God is so tender to us mm-hmm. and so empathetic. And I am such a wimp on certain issues. I can whine with the best of them. We all have weakness. And this, hopefully, my encouragement to you is that God's grace is sufficient for you. His love is sure. Mm-hmm. His invitation is, is clear. But just... Just just don't give up. Right. Just let His grace carry you and sustain you. And again, we'll do more podcasts just on the love and the sustaining grace of God. But um, uh, when I first uh, tried to run a marathon, I got hurt three weeks before. Okay. So I'd done all this training. I was in college, and I hurt my knee. And um, I was training again the next year. And I had had a significant encounter with the Lord that summer. It was really powerful. And I'm I'm five miles into this run, um, and I'm on a trail down in Cameron Park, and I'm five miles in this run, and the knee starts hurting the same way it did. Mm. And I'm just going, no, no, not again. Lord, I, I just want to do this. You know, I want to run this marathon. And it seemed to me that God spoke to me so clear in that moment. He said, I want you to run by faith and not by sight. Wow. Will you trust me? Wow. And I said, yes, Lord, I'll, I'll I'll trust you. And then he speaks this phrase, if you'll run through the pain, I'll heal you on the other side. Whoa. And so that next mile, I was, I was all but limping, but I just said, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust, I'm gonna trust. And within that next mile, next mile and a half, all the pain went away. I've never had that same knee problem, run nine marathons, run 18 whatever half marathons, hmm. all that. And um, um, and because it was a a moment. God uses a natural thing to get to a spiritual truth. If you will run through the pain, I'll be with you on the other side. That's what this scripture means. Blessed is the man or woman who perseveres under trial, for you shall receive the crown. There's a blessing on the other side. Mm. Hang in there. Stay in the grace of God. Prepare for it now where you can. But also, if you find yourself in it, just know he's faithful Mm. to carry you through it. Mm. Amen. 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 Let it be, Lord. Let it be. Let it be for everyone listening and for me. Amen. I need it today. Jordan needs it. We need it. Yes. God, today we ask, would you fill us with the Holy Spirit and persevering grace that we might fulfill your purpose and your plans for our lives in this hour in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cybert and the Antioch movement. For more information, please visit JimmySyber.com and Antioch.org.